Whether you are podcasting or e-commerce and need a warehouse to store your goods, Room to Work has you covered, offering virtual office and co-working space, a podcast studio, and a professional photo studio. Elevate your side hustle. Visit roomtowork.com. That's room, the number two, work.com. Hey, this is Ro. And this is Joe. Welcome to Untold Racism. Today, we are doing the racist report. And for any of our followers who have been and listeners who have been with us since day one, uh, you know that we have about three videos up on YouTube uh, titled The Racist Report. And so we have reorganized and we're going to do The Racist Report via podcast. Via audio only. Where we're just going to go over... You know, hot topics that you see throughout the week that just have like racist headlines and undertones, undertones, undertones and just it's crazy, completely racist. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I just wanted to start off with a uh, since Memorial Day is Sunday, this weekend, Monday, yeah. Monday mm-hmm. and we're going to have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Woo-hoo. I just want to start off with a fun fact on this, that one of the earliest Memorial Day celebrations was organized by a group of formerly enslaved people in Charleston, South Carolina, less than a month after the Confederacy surrendered in 1865. However, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> then in 1966, the federal government declared Waterloo, New York, the official birthplace of Memorial Day. And this is just an example of why we call it untold racism, uh-huh. because there's all these little untold facts mm-hmm. that we never know behind all the, I don't even know what you call it, the 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 federal government's rules and regulations. No, I don't know, but you get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. So <clears throat> that's a great segue into the first story. And really, that fact that you just spoke of is the perfect example of how whiteness works. Exactly. So I'm going to report on um, the 1619 Project. And for any of our listeners who are not aware of the 1619 Project, it's a collection of essays that aims to reframe our country's history or to help us understand the significance of the year 1619. So the 1619 Project delivered to the public August of 2019 the significance being that it was 400 years, the 400-year anniversary of when the first uh, Africans were brought to America as slaves. Yes. Um, so the 1619 Project uh, aims to reframe our country's history to help us to understand the significance of the year 1619. Um, and it places... The center of the story, the consequences of slavery and the contributions of African-Americans to history. Now, this is important to my story because the racist aspect of this is the uh, contributor or one of the writers of the 1619 Project. Her name is Nicole Hannah-Jones. So she won a Pulitzer Prize in, in the year 2020, last year, for her work. Um, on the 1619 Project, but she was just this month denied tenure by the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, so UNC. The university's dean, chancellor, and faculty had backed Hannah Jones's appointment to the night chair in race and investigative journalism, a tenured professorship after a rigorous tenure process at UNC. 
But in an extraordinary move, the board of trustees declined to act on that recommendation. Hannah Jones was instead offered a five-year non-tenured appointment following public and private pressure from conservatives. Now, that quote is from taken from the Atlantic uh, May of this year. So, you know, it's so sad. And what's so sad, it's it's so obvious yes. that they were going to give her tenure, but after the release of her life's work, they deny her tenure. And 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 what I mean, it's obvious the fear and the just the fear is just so obvious. I mean, even on the video of when she was on, was it Good Morning America? No, CBS. 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 I thought it was CNN. Regardless, the, when I watched that interview, the white man, he was so, you could just see the tension yes. in his body. And mm-hmm. he was just like, so you're saying this is patriotic. And she was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, he, white people take it as a sense that, they're being um, scolded. I don't know. Like, it's like he almost took offense that she's that by saying black people are the reason for like are the first patriot patriotic people that it's like taking something from him right. personally. He he was so he got so rigid. You he could did. just see it in his face and you could hear it in his tone. Totally. I mean, it was pretty obvious. And I just don't see how everybody don't see that. Well, (laughs) she said in that interview that the project focuses us to the. It forces us to confront the truth about how America was founded and um, how it was founded on the backs of blacks brought to America. Knowing the truth about our history allows us to move past slavery and truly live by the ideas written in the Constitution you know, the the and that being that, you know, all men are created equal. Right. And I'm just going to kick it to or reiterate or bring up the amend documentary again right. on Netflix because that if there are any questions about race and racism in America, watch that documentary. It explains everything. Which I still haven't watched. I gotta it's watch got that. A lot of, it has a lot of your favorite actors and actresses in it playing, uh, you know, important characters from history or important people from history. It's and, very good. And I just want to make a comment on what she said about black people being like the original fighters for democracy and, and patriotism. And I, I, my opinion of why she says that is because they fought for the right to have every man be treated and considered equal, whereas in white people did not at that time. Exactly. And it's white people are trying now, but there's still white people that do not are even in denial about it. But the point is, that's why she says that. It's a tweet from a guy after uh, the project was released. A white man. Yeah, a white man. Writing about history is great, but a project intended to delegitimize mankind's grandest experiment in liberty and self-governance is divisive. Yes, that whole man's grandest experiment. What was the experiment he's referring to? I'd like to know. That's what I like. The Constitution? No, it has to be slavery. It has to be... Because 
if I were to dissect that and we ask the, the commonsensical question, what is mankind's grandest experiment in liberty and self-governance? What is that? What does that mean? I, I don't, I can't give you an honest. I mean, as the black person in the podcast, I would say, you know, we brought slaves over here so they could make America great. Delegitimize mankind's grandest experiment in liberty and self-governance is divisive. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it just, <laughs> and he probably has a blue check. Uh, meaning he's verified. I, yeah. I, I, I have no idea. I mean, all these right. kind of people need to be unchecked, unverified, <laughs> sent to the fucking island of misfit fucking toys. Dr. Moreau, the island of Dr. Moreau. Lord. Anyway, so this is a great phase into um, the critical race theory. This is about. In kindergarten, being taught in kindergarten through 12th grade in our school systems, which, wow, is really being taken. And I think the 1619 project falls into that. Critical Yes. Into that theory, which would be included in these education curriculums in the schools. Yes. Well, let's start off with what the critical race theory is, in which it's an academic concept that is more than 40 years old. The core idea is that racism is a social construct and that it is not merely the product of individual bias or prejudice, but also something embedded in legal systems and policies, educational institutions, our healthcare marketing via mainstream media. I mean, the list could go on. on, on. It is embedded. And I mean, if you look at it from back then, before there was social media, there were still newspapers. There were still people out talking in the streets. There was still new, there was some form of radio eventually. So yes, mainstream media goes back from the beginning of time. I mean, in school, when they taught me social media, it was, it was literally the history of television. So they considered it media forever. Right. So Anyway, so that's what the critical race theory is. In my mind, I don't see a big deal in it because it's true. It's history. And in 2021, if we don't see that whiteness exists and it's embedded in our system, especially in our judicial system, I mean, that's the most obvious to me. If people still can't see that. Right. Anyway, but the pushback from white parents has been like, it's embarrassing. As a white person, sometimes I just get embarrassed. And I know that all racists could say that they have their people embarrass them too, but Jesus. <laughs> it's it the white parents have the actual audacity to say that teaching the critical race th theory is divisive and could make white kids feel shame and make them feel like oppressors. Mm. So that's that's pretty that's pretty just so um white of them. Right. You have some, you had read some things on what, what, what there's actual punishments coming, yeah. came out about teaching the critical race theory. Well, yeah. So there are some legislations that have been passed in uh, Tennessee, Idaho, most recent state, Texas. Now they have to go onto the Senate floor, but basically the legislation states that if an mm -hmm. educator teaches critical race theory, they can be punished, uh, fined $5,000 in Arizona, uh, lose their jobs just from teaching history. And I feel like this is perfect because in what, February, we spoke about Black History Month. And right. we have a podcast this year about um, 
the one we did with Laura. Which oh, spoke about black history, um, about black history being taught in schools yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that it's not taught correctly. Yeah. So this basically says what we've been saying. Right. They're trying to actually teach black history. And and actually, if it's taught right, it wouldn't be divi- divisive. It would show that it's actually not. It's not the average person's fault. It's like. It's just like it's social conditioning, almost like you're socially conditioned at one point to get a face download Facebook. Right. Right now we're being socially conditioned to get the vaccine. It's social conditioning. Exactly. That you do what the masses do in order to fit in. And whether we want to do that consciously or subconsciously, it happens. Exactly. By no fault of nobody's other than. The people that own the media, the people that push the agenda, the people that benefit and profit from these agendas. Right. And they're afraid because they know what this could do to their white America. And what we have to do as individuals. This I, America. I, I can't America. stress this enough. <laughs> we have to check our biases. We have to. We have to get out of, you know, living in that box I'm not perfect, but I pride myself on getting out. Outside. I try. Yeah, because the box is suffocating. I swear it to is. God. It's suffocating. And I tweeted this morning about ableism and ageism, all the isms that are social constructs and conditionings that that they have a hold on society. And they keep us in these non-productive mind states. And we get nowhere. Right. We go nowhere fast, too. Right. Like, I, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. And, like, I'm on Twitter a couple of months ago, and somebody says, oh, I can't believe he has bars at 51. And I'm like, what What the fuck? How? What is? Does it what, go you away? You can't be an actor after 51? You can't sing after fi- How many great singers are still <laughs> Not singing? That. Or Vince Carter. Something about Vince Carter, I saw that he... He made a dunk and like somebody said, oh, he's 44 and he doesn't play anymore. But what does that have to do with his skill level? I mean, people (laughs) get the fuck out of the suffocating box. I also had this thought. Don't be so woke that you become undead. Right. That's a good one. And you have to say that out loud to yourself a few times because I did. Yeah. Like say it again. Don't be so woke that you become undead. And we all know that undead is zombie. Right. So don't be so woke that you just f- fuck yourself. That you just keep running into the same wall. Yes. Over and over and over and over. Chewing and over on the same again. flesh. Yep. You Chewing know. on the paw. <laughs> we yeah. got to get out of these constructs somehow, some way. And it seems so difficult, especially. Because that's what's going to hurt your children. Yes. Especially the biggest ism, which is racism. Right. You know, <clears throat> They all have to be, you have to self-analyze, become self-aware, really check yourself. And a part of that for me is even in listening to some of our previous podcasts, I'm like, man, you know, my hypocritical thinking, I'm being forced to analyze myself and, 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 and dive into the emotions that come up when I'm in certain situations oh how do i feel about you know lgbtq or 
we just we just our last podcast was about Asian American hate. Right. And now and we said we weren't going to bring this up, but it's important because it speaks about being hypocritical and how you how you check yourself when these things come up. So there's a bill that's been enacted uh, against what is it? The bill about Asian American hate. Right. You know, and as the black person, and we said we weren't going to discuss this, but this it, it's necessary because as a black person, you think, oh, my God, they got this so fast. They they have they had at the end of a, a series that I watch, they actually stood there and talked. The actors got together and talked about the Asian American hate going on in the country. And I've never seen that. I mean, prior to 2020, I did see that during 2020 for George Floyd and things like that. But in my history of watching TV, I never seen that done for black people. Right. And I saw a tweet that said, you know, Asian Americans, they didn't have to protest. (laughs) You know, they didn't have to do anything that black people have been doing for centuries before this bill was signed into law. And here we are. So, you know, of course, as the black person, that comes up. It's like, wow. But right. still, I'm not a I don't consider myself a racist individual and I do check my biases. But they come up is the point that I'm right. trying to make. There's no way that your conditioning doesn't crop up at some point in life during the day, you know, how do I really feel about this? And right. why do I feel the way I feel about this? That's how we create change. We create change by checking ourselves right. and our social conditioning. I feel like we've said that l- a lot in this episode, social conditioning. But it's, but it's, it's something to be said a lot because I don't think people really understand the power of social conditioning. Right. And it comes from everywhere, All everywhere, over. signs, TV, street signs, billboards, radio, song, music, Yes. Um, I mean, it just comes from everything you can imagine, even probably color, like um, just the way I mean, color theory for designers. Right. I mean, so that there's there's a something that to trick our psyche everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So it's an important word to say over and over again, yes, because we're is. trying to social condition our audience to be aware of social conditioning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yes, social yes. conditioning. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Yeah, we need the little hammer drop or right. some kind of sound effect. So that takes us back uh, to you, back to you with your racist report Right, the story. school incident, again, with education, um, which is crazy because this was in North Carolina, um, where they had the fourth, a fourth-grade teacher had their students tweet about slavery as if it still existed. Well, these tweets included hashtags that said slavery for life, slavery forever. One tweet read, don't don't stop slavery. You may not agree, but I do. Needless to say, these tweets made the teacher so proud that she taped, she or he, I forget, taped them to the wall of the fourth grade classroom. Wow. Um. Could this be one of the teachers or parents who disagrees with the critical race theory Probably for so. fear tweets could read um, that white kids are oppressors? The the irony. I know. With this. There's always an irony. I mean, it is unfathomable situation. to me that <laughs> this teacher, this adult who is, quote unquote, educated, mm-hmm. 
thought this was Okay, so the idea, okay, let's just say, give her the benefit of the doubt that the idea would see where her kids' heads were at when they did this in fourth grade. So I'm not quite sure. We don't know what they know about slaves. Well, my son is a fourth grader. He knows what they are. But I does mean, he know that from you or does he learn that in school? No, he knows that from me. I mean, we do a podcast. Right. <laughs> so, right. So for them to say slavery for life, slavery forever, and don't stop slavery, you might not agree, but I do. To tape them to a wall and think this is some kind of step for humanity or ed or an education or whatever the thought process was behind this, it's just, it yeah. just goes to show you that the critical race theory needs to be taught in exactly. schools. And that it goes to show you that even the most educated of people are so dumb when it comes. They lack common sense. To racism. Yes. Hypocrisy right. at its finest. Yes. Let's not talk about the critical race theory, but let's post these racist tweets on the fourth grade. Because block. who cares if the black kids feel uncomfortable as long as we're not making the white kids feel like oppressors? I mean, seriously. <laughs> Some bullshit if I ever heard it. it it's or just sad. It. Oh, and to think that report. there would be a white person right in here with us that would be ready to throw down over how white and right they are. Of course. Seriously. Of course. Like we they know. would, a lot. We'd probably have to. Fight for our lives. Literally. Yeah. Literally. George okay. Floyd. Racist report yeah. number three. Uh, that's for me. The halt of a construction, the halt of construction on an Amazon distribution center in Connecticut because six or seven nooses were found in different locations at the construction site. Mm -hmm. uh, this takes me back to uh, Bubba Wallace last year and the noose in his NASCAR garage, and they concluded that it wasn't a noose. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So it's just interesting that um, whiteness finds a way to explain away mm -hmm. the obvious. Right. You know, at, at what point is a rope hanging from... At beam. what point is a noose a noose? Exactly. How can you consider it a noose versus what the fuck else are you going to do a with rope a rope? with a circle? Yeah. Well, I, I swear to God, common sense is so uncommon. It, Human. It's just... It, and I, I'm just curious as to what... Okay, so Bubba Wallace had the noose hung at his locker in NASCAR because obviously NASCAR is predominantly white of course. sport. Uh -huh. So, okay, I get that but i don't understand the nooses in amazon not that it's something to understand but you get where i'm going and like if like, we're in court point? like what would their motive be like the motive in bubba wallace was you're a black man in nascar you have no right. no reason to be in our white man's nascar right. but at the amazon of, right i don't really understand i don't understand it but i mean can we really understand crazy i don't i don't know <laughs> no we cannot so that was all I have to say. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And um, uh, last but not least, um, I just wanted to mention that Rachel Dolezal is back again. And if anyone who don't know Rachel <laughs> Dolezal, she identifies as a black woman. Uh -huh. And she's being casted in a documentary about black beauty. And I was just wondering how you felt about this, Ro. Man. Um... <sighs> My initial reaction is... <laughs> well, you always say your girl. Your girl's on TV again. <laughs> is what the fuck. 
I mean, so we're going to talk to, they're going to put a white woman mm-hmm. who basically blackfishes and, and, cons- but she identifies as a black yeah, woman. Yeah, she does identify as a black woman, but she's blackfishing. I don't care. She, so she was born white. But but they're gonna put her in a documentary about black beauty, and you want to know how I feel about right, it? Right? Yeah, I do. Let's not talk the, about her. Her. We can't talk I, about her identification as a black woman because that'll take me down another path that that is not that doesn't need to be discussed on this podcast. Right. But well, to keep it one hundred about my feelings is is real simple. That's yeah. bullshit. Right. You know there are. Plenty of black women that could be put on this yes, show to be. Why? Why her? Right. Yeah, I I don't know the answer. I I feel like the answer that I read at the point because I wrote these notes a while ago, and my fault to whomever's listening. I should have tightened it up for today, this part of it. But I do recall that they they're they're giving her a a platform to discuss black beauty from her perspective perspective since she identifies as a black woman but and you know it could just be for ratings as well i mean it could be let's do this and i don't really know where the documentary is going to be put i don't think it's like a netflix documentary i don't think it's a major platform um documentary but the point is she's being casted on a documentary (laughs) about black beauty and it's kind of crazy but it is not kind of crazy it is crazy but it 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 it's whatever floats your boat. I mean, you're going to, if you want to watch and you're interested about a white woman <laughs> talking about black, black beauty, beauty, by all means, do your thing. Right. Um, I, like I said, I just think it's sheer bullshit, but right. that, that's just me. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But let's watch whiteness work. I mean, hey, whiteness is a magical, it's like frosted lucky charms magically fucking delicious whiteness fucking works it wins every single time yeah and the closer you are to whiteness the easier life seems to appear to be seemingly seemingly Uh, yeah and that takes you into colorism and Everything can take you down a rabbit hole when it you get can. into these kind of discussions. It does. It does. So yeah, we have to. But we have to stay on topic. Yes, we do. We, and I did want to just do one more, say one more shout out to um, TSR Three Justice Center. They're a local. He's a local um, attorney, a criminal defense attorney in the Atlanta area, and he has a justice center that's focused on um, creating content. Um, he creates short film films short film projects that showcase the criminalization of black people and how how it impacts their lives. Wow. So if you're ever interested in watching one of his short films, they're pretty cool. Um, it's at TSR3 Justice Center on YouTube. That's cool. And it's spelled just how it sounds. There's no underscores or anything like that you nice. need to worry about. Nice, yep. nice. So that's our racist report that for the day. That is our racist report. The racist report will go on and on. I said on that, and on yeah, and on. I said yes. that in a YouTube video. Uh, yeah, we. I could have had. I have a couple screenshots. I could have added even more. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. in the headlines every day, every single day. Get it together. Yeah, so we're wrapping it up. So thanks ready. for listening. Thank you. You want to wrap it up? Wrap it up. Are we? Wrap it up. <laughs> strap it up. Wrap it up. Put it on. Dingle down. <laughs> Follow us at Untold Racism, spelled just like it sounds, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
And um, thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Check your biases. Yes, check and all of that, what she said. Untold racism, deuces.